back to the Gentle Catholic Parenting Podcast, where I explore gentle, positive principles of parenting through the lens of our Catholic faith. I'm Kim Cameron Smith, and this is episode 17. I'm excited and grateful to announce that my book, Discipleship Parenting, is now available for pre-order. It's available on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble, and at our Sunday visitor uh, at osv.com. My publishers are Sunday Visitor, so they have it in their bookstore for pre-order. What's my book about? It's discipleship parenting. It is about raising disciples. How can we plant seeds of faith in our child's heart that will actually uh, take root and grow? We need to plant the seeds in rich, nourishing soil. And so the entire book lays out what I see as... um, you know, the, the, um, the things that we can do in our homes to create that, that soil. So head on over there and pre-order. I would love it. If, I think you're going to love the book. I really enjoyed writing it, and I can't wait to share it with you. Okie dokie. So on to today's show. Over my fall season, I'm recording in September. So over the fall season on Gentle Catholic Parenting, I'm going to be focusing on happiness and parenting. How can we parents experience greater happiness and fulfillment in our parenting vocation? So I'm going to look at different um, aspects of that. And to begin, we'll be looking at gratitude. And I got that idea. It just kind of like dovetails with my last show, which was about self-pity. I was responding to Father Mike Schmidt's YouTube video. Uh, He was saying that Catholics, you know, Christians should not feel self-pity. And one way to get out of a self-pity party is to uh, cultivate gratitude. And I agree with him. So anyway, the whole season will be about happiness. These first few shows will be about gratitude. Today, I'm going to be looking at the benefits of gratitude. What are the physical, emotional, and spiritual benefits of cultivating gratitude. Scientists really only began uh, looking at gratitude in the last 10 or 20 years. If you look before that, there really weren't very many studies. And now we have a lot more. Not so much on the spiritual benefits, but I found a lot on um, physical and emotional benefits. So first, the physical benefits. Grateful people are are demonstrably healthier. They have um, fewer aches and pains. They sleep better. I saw one study where they looked at you know heart health and people that had a coronary event. It was less severe if they um, had a generally grateful attitude. They responded better to treatment. Um, the sleep thing. People who uh, are grateful. If you're kind of in the habit of counting your blessings, you sleep better and it's believed to be because you're uh, breathing, like you're better able to like bring your breathing down, your heart rate slows down. You just go, you're able to fall asleep because you're not as anxious. Definitely, um, there's a correlation between, um, definitely between reduced anxiety and uh, gratitude. So that's probably another reason that we sleep better. Okay, the emotional and psychological benefits of gratitude. Many psychologists once believed that humans are born with a set point for happiness and that nothing we do can change the set point. 
but the research on gratitude contradicts that. We do seem to have a set range for happiness, so maybe we can think of it as a barometer. So we all are born with a potential for, for happiness, but it's a range. And so um, when something really incredible happens to you or really horrible happens to you, um, you know, we go to those like outlying emotions. And then after that, we all seem to come back to this um, quote set point. But um, if you can do things to raise what that set point is within your barometer of happiness, does that make sense? I think that might have sounded confusing. But anyway, the big point is you can improve your level of happiness. You can improve it. We can experience an increased sense of well-being no matter what is happening. And I think that gratitude is part of that. Gratitude is part of raising that set point. Okay, and why is that? Okay, I have a few thoughts about this. Grateful people tend to be less depressed. There is a an inverse correlation between a grateful disposition and depression. When you, and this, listen, think about that. So obviously, if you have the ability to, in the moment, recognize that you've received a gift or a blessing, you are recognizing that somebody values you, that you uh, are important, so that maybe whatever's going on in your life, you have a greater sense of hope, All right? No matter your circumstances, you're more capable of seeing hope. Um, and also think about um, what it does to us um, biochemically. So when you shift your thinking to uh, recognizing your blessings, feeling a sense of appreciation, what does your, how does your body respond? you make more of those feel-good hormones like uh, serotonin and oxytocin, right? It seems to me like a, um, like a cycle. When we are less depressed, what do we do? We seek out activities that we enjoy. Other people are drawn to us. So we are less depressed because of, just because of those things. I think like who, if it, whether it's the gratitude or the circumstances that we um, invite into our lives because of our increased gratitude, it's probably both of those things. The other thing about gratitude is that when you develop the habit of giving thanks and being a thankful person, you improve your relationships. You improve your relationships. Okay, this makes immediate sense to us because you know that when you thank someone, they are drawn to you. That you, especially if you have just a basically grateful disposition, a grateful not even thanking somebody about one particular thing. When you seem generally um, optimistic, people are more drawn to you. But guess what? One thing I did not know before I started preparing for this show: it goes in the other direction. One study I looked at, and I will link to that in the show notes, one study I looked at found that when you express gratitude to somebody, your own perceptions of that person change. Your perception of that person change changes. So um, cultivating gratitude does lead people to you, but it also will lead you to other people. Cool. I just think that's incredible. What a gift. Right? So think about people in your life right now that annoy you. 
<laughs> and start thinking about things about them that you're actually grateful for. Maybe start with a neighbor or something, but then start working on it in your closer relationships with your spouse and with your kids. Think of how this applies to us as parents. You know, we love our kids. We adore them. They're so cute. But come on, we will go through rough patches. We all do. With every single one of my children, I went through a little rough patch. Maybe it might be the temper tantrum phase. Maybe it, it would might be sleep deprivation. I'm just trying to rack my brain. Like sometimes teenagers can be difficult. I mean, you still love them, but um, maybe our hearts are a little hardened. So think about how this can help us. If we can focus on what are we grateful for about that child? How is that child made our life better? And even how has the struggle, the conflict or the um, conundrum that we're facing, how has that uh, given us greater insight about our child, about ourself, or even, you know, just made us a more effective parent? So we can be grateful um, about those things. The other thing about uh, gratitude, there is a correlation between gratitude and emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, what is that? Emotional intelligence is our ability to recognize, control, and express our emotions. You, you, it's when we can recognize what we're feeling, control what we're feeling, so that we express our emotions appropriately. But even more than that, it is the ability to uh, recognize emotions in other people and respond appropriately. So it's, it's having the capacity for empathy. I'm not really sure what comes first, the gratitude or the emotional intelligence. They probably work together, though, if we think about it. So when you have greater self-understanding, you know, greater self-awareness, you can, um, you're more aware of others and so when you're more aware of yourself and others, you're more capable of gratitude. Because if you're basically walking around in a shell, <laughs> you, you're, you can't be grateful for anything. So I think they must work together. When I think of my experience as a mom, when I started understanding my own emotional limitations and really, really understanding them, how to control my um, emotional outbursts, how to know when I'm um, getting to my um, freak out threshold and all of this. Well, that gave me better understanding of my children. And at the same time that I was working all that on all that, I was definitely becoming more grateful. But I'm honestly not sure which came first, the gratitude or the um, self-awareness, the greater emotional intelligence, but they probably do work together. Okay, so cultivating gratitude has all of these emotional um, benefits. So you have increased happiness, you'll be less depressed and less anxious, and you will have better interpersonal relationships, right? So we've covered physical benefits and the emotional benefits. Lastly, let's look at the spiritual benefits of cultivating gratitude. A lot of spiritual directors will tell their directees that the first step in spiritual growth is to foster a grateful heart. But why? Why is that? Because sin often begins in our failure to recognize the graces and gifts we've received. We fail to recognize them. When we think 
we're kind of the origin of all the good things in our lives, right? Like, oh, it's because I'm so talented. It's because of all of my efforts. We kind of make ourselves into little gods. So spiritual growth begins with a thank you, a looking beyond um, ourselves. And I have found gratitude, okay, gratitude in itself um, is a virtue, but gratitude has a spillover effect into other areas of our spiritual lives. I'm thinking of particular virtues that when um, I'm working on cultivating gratitude, when I'm really working on recognizing the gifts that others have given me, the gifts that God has given me, um, I'm thinking of three virtues in particular. First, humility humility when you recognize that you know all these gifts and blessings you have you have them because somebody was good enough to give them to you right so we don't really deserve any of we don't deserve um our homes our even our talents we don't deserve the gifts that come our way we have them because somebody was good enough to bestow them upon us so um, gratitude be, um, recognizes the goodness in the giver and that in turn helps us become more humble. I think it also helps us develop greater neighborly love and greater love for God. So when you can accept a gift, ex accept a gift you naturally respond with soft-hearted, um, affection and love how can you respond uh, with crankiness when somebody gives you a gift unless you don't really recognize it as a gift so um yeah so when you accept the gift when you recognize the gift accept the gift and acknowledge the gift you are cultivating the christian virtue of love and the third virtue is trust in god trust in god when we work on being more grateful and recognizing the graces that we experience every day, you be, we begin to see God being very active in our lives. We begin to see God drawing us to himself through others, right? So while you're working, playing, even, um, you know, having a moment of tension with others, begin to see God drawing you toward him. So whether we're, wor you know, working or whatever we're doing, we have a sense that we're in good hands and that helps you come to rest. Often I talk about this in connection with kids and us, with, the, with, yes, with kids and, and their parents. When kids can take for granted that they're in good hands, that we're going to meet their needs, that they can, you know, count on us, lean into us, they come to emotional rest. And it's from that place of rest that they can get on with the work of growing up. So I've talked about that before. That's Gordon Neufeld's insight. When kids are freaked out, they're preoccupied with getting, you know, feeling okay, getting it whatever needed is that is not being met. So they're so preoccupied that they cannot uh, mature as well. Well, it's that's the same with us. When we're freaked out, when we can't take for granted that we'll be okay, we become preoccupied with protecting ourselves, protecting our little box, protecting our goodies, right? Like we wanna sit on our treasures and protect everything. We start focusing on things that aren't important, but when you can be at rest and just 
take for granted that, you know, we're going to be okay because God um, has us in his hands. We're in good hands. We're in big hands. Um, you know, we just, um, we just feel better. Um, and we mature more spiritually. So I think that when we cultivate gratitude, and it really becomes part of who we are than, you know, rather than something we even just feel occasionally, right? So when it becomes part of your character, you, um, you really begin to grow spiritually. So cultivating humility, um, Christian love, um, trust in God, it's, um, it leads you to a new level in your spiritual growth. It's really easy for me sometimes um, to recognize signs of God's love for me. So I'm really working on that. And gratitude is part of that. It's recognizing, you know, so I'm, I'm really good at blaming God when things go wrong and congratulating myself when things go right. <laughs> but I'm beginning to work on seeing that when things go right, there are these little gifts from God, these little, um, you know, wrapped up presents that God leaves in my path. And it often comes through things my children do or that my husband says, you know, little, my, I have a friend who, um, she's just really wonderful about sending me, she sends with her children, they'll come to my house and she'll send me like a candle or something. And it's just like a small gesture and it makes me feel loved. And I'm recognizing God's love for me in those gestures. It's like a candle from God through my friend. I'm also working on being grateful for, um, not only for things that, um, you know, are happening now, but things in my history that have happened, even hard, hard moments growing up and, you know, little pickles I got myself into as a young woman, bad decisions I made. And um, I'm even grateful for the lessons I've learned from that, which I'll talk about more um, in the third show on being grateful in difficult times. But I see now that some of my, um, I'm not sure if they're really, I guess they're character traits, but, you know, they're just kind of habits that I have. I'm very um, optimistic in the face of obstacles. And um, I don't tend to back down from a challenge. So I have these qualities about me and I can see that they're related to these really hard things that happened to me when I was younger. So it's not that those, you know, when people are bad to you, that is not good. But God can bring good things from it. And so I can see even now I can feel incredible gratitude for my, um, you know, what is it? I think I'm very resilient and um, I just have like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm very, like I do things that other people find unusual, but they seem normal to me. Like when I was a very young woman and sight unseen, I just moved to England never having been there before. I just packed up my bag and went. And I remembered I had friends who said, how can you do that? You're moving somewhere that you've never been. So I think I have like a kind of adventurous spirit and I can see those um, qualities, like my resilience and my um, adventurous nature rooted in my early struggles. So I'm grateful that something good came from that. Anyway, I kind of got sidetracked there, but I still struggle to be grateful. I str I'm always struggling um, to be more grateful for the gifts that I have. Do you know, apparently Americans 
are, well, people say Americans are less grateful than people in other countries. I've heard people say that, and I thought, that does not make sense. I mean, I've lived in two foreign countries, and I don't think we're any less grateful. But I came across a study recently. It was actually kind of an old study, but I came across it recently, and I'll post a link to that in the show notes as well. The point is not that we feel less grateful, but I do think we express gratitude less readily than people in other cultures. And some people think it's because we value uh, independence so much and self-sufficiency. What is it, what, what do you, when you're grateful to somebody, what does that imply? That somebody has done something for you, right? So if you value, I'm my own person, I can do things on my own, I don't need anybody, um, which is, you know, that's, first of all, complete self-sufficiency is an illusion. We know that's not true. But if that is an American um, feature, Amer part of an American personality, then maybe that's why we tend to express gratitude less readily. So if you're American, make sure you work on your gratitude. <laughs> I'm working on my gratitude. All right. So anyway, let me kind of pull back here. And so we have been talking about all of these benefits of gratitude, physical benefits, greater, you know, improved health, greater emotional well-being, spiritual benefits. That's why gratitude is so powerful in transforming us. You know, when I think about what what's the thing they all have in common, um, I think it has something to do with how we are created. We are created for communion and connection. When you have a grateful spirit, it will allow you to move more easily toward others, right? So when we're more grateful, we move outside our private little worlds to acknowledge others. Even if just for a moment, we're acknowledging that we are better off because of this other person, that we get by only because of the work, generosity, and gifts of others. So I think gratitude feels good and it does lead to greater happiness because it allows us to become more human because we we are called to communion we're called to move outside ourselves so i think that has a lot to do with it so many benefits of gratitude so we have to work on that so today i talked about the benefits and in the next show we'll We'll talk about how to work on it, how to cultivate habits that will help you to become more naturally grateful. Let's work on moving our gratitude point up the barometer a little bit. So we'll talk about that on the next show. So that is it for today. I kind of like blew through everything pretty quickly. Hopefully your hair is not blown back against the wall. Okay, so you can read show notes for this podcast on my website, intentionalcatholicparenting.com. There you can find links to articles, links to, to research, and links to connect with me on social media. You can also find a link to my author's page where there's information about my book. You can stay up to date on that. So I hope you have a wonderful day. I am praying for you that you will cultivate gratitude in this day, that when you are listening to this podcast, may God shower you with blessings and may your eyes open and may you see them. Pray for me as I will for you. Have a great day. God bless you. Mm -hmm.